We're back. It's Engage Magazine on American Family Radio. In the last segment, we talked about the Billy Graham Association's World Summit in Defense of Christian Persecution. I uh, got an opportunity to go to that. It was an amazing time. We're going to have a story uh, posted up on EngageMagazine.net talking about that, some of the things that I learned, some of the ways that I was challenged in a very personal way. Uh, but today, in the last segment, we talked about that. We had Jordan Wesley in this segment. Uh, Wesley, you and I are talking with Steve Crampton. Now, Steve, you are with the Thomas More Law Society. Uh, you have been in courtrooms for years and years. I won't say how many years. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> but first off, thanks for being here. Uh, but tell us a little bit about the Thomas More Law Society real quick. Sure. The Thomas More Law Society really grew out of, one might call it, persecution of uh, a great pro-life uh, champion, Joe Scheidler, and uh, has focused for many years on the defense of Christians who otherwise cannot afford uh, legal representation, with a special emphasis on uh, the sanctity of human life. So a lot of pro-life cases, uh, they're involved in cases coast to coast, uh, many uh, that go to the Supreme Court. Many of our listeners will know the name David Daleiden. Um, he is one of the Thomas More uh, Society's clients. This is the young man who uh, has been engaged in those uh, explosive videos that show Planned Parenthood folks right. trying to sell uh, baby parts as a result of their uh, abortion mm-hmm. business and so on. Now, you've researched and you, you've done a couple of interviews with people who've experienced severe persecution uh, internationally. Yes. Excuse me. And we were talking about international persecution, um, but you did your research with an eye in America. Um, so tell us a little bit about what you did in the, the case you were researching there. Well, I'm thinking in particular of Pastor Akey Green, that's A-K-E, and, and that name may be familiar to some from a few years back, but uh, he preached from his pulpit in his church uh, in Europe against uh, homosexual marriage, upholding the sanctity of marriage as ordained by God and, and set forth pretty plainly in Scripture, and found himself criminally charged. for basically the uh, early version of a hate crime Mm -hmm. because it was offensive to those who have embraced same-sex marriage. And, of course, we see that uh, on the rise here. Uh, And so the bridge into America, you know, we're not so isolated as we once were, right? Everyone talks about globalism and so forth. Well, it works both ways, and I think we see that on the uh, increase in religious hostility in America as well. You know, we were also talking in in the break here about the levels of persecution and how, uh, but then when then how that transitions into religious liberty, and so we in America we, well we have uh, protections on religious liberty, but those are seemingly uh, being um, taken advantage of or eroded be, away. Yeah, mm-hmm. kind of being uh, eroded away. So, kind of comment or help us understand because we don't want to neglect those in America that may have not experience physical yes. persecution yes. or but they have cost that their faith has cost them right and and let me just say too by the way in this comparison I, I love the fact that y'all had been talking about the international side and how bad things are there mm-hmm. we have much to be grateful for in Absolutely. America. Amen. Absolutely. and it is a blessing from god that we have the freedom that we do even to engage in this talk in a public setting right. so to speak <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah but but the truth is i think that we see basically a turning up of the heat against those in particular who sincerely believe what scripture teaches mm. um 
that is so contrary to what the world wants to hold up as almost like sacred cows, now, mm-hmm. right? And I would say there's a, a disturbing trend across the board. Think about this, y'all. Free speech, you know, a cornerstone of the First Amendment, is hardly free these days. Try right. going on to the campus at Berkeley and sharing some conservative views, right? Yep. Freedom of religion. There was a time at the founding and really up until very recently, religion in general and Christianity in particular was seen as one of the great high virtues of civic life, not mm-hmm. just religious life. Today, we're basically seen more and more as enemies of freedom in America. Mm-hmm. Well-intended people want to crush religious freedom in the name of preserving society. Similarly, look at free press, y'all. We have a lot of talk. There's a lot of articles all over the uh, Internet talking about shutting down and regulating, really censoring what they That's call what it, yeah. fake news. Is, yeah. is AFR going to be deemed fake news one day? I think, right. you know, Because there was recently a, a uh, and I just read this yesterday, there was a college campus that put out a list of fake news sites for their school of journalism. And uh, I can't remember the organization that was named, but it was a creation-based organi- uh, organization. And, uh, you know, someone who, who says, okay, here is the creationist view. We're going to do scientific studies, archaeological studies, but they were listed as fake news. So it's, it's coming. I think one question we have to answer before we go too much further is when we say persecution, right? there's a spectrum here. Mm-hmm. What do we mean by that word? Because mm-hmm. I think, Wesley, you and I were talking during the break. We said when we hear persecution, we think martyrdom. Right. That's, the, that's first not the case. Yeah, that's not necessarily so, the case. No. So, Steve, help us understand what is persecution? I would say this. We see in America that growing hostility. I would say until it passes a certain level where the cost of maintaining purity of faith is so great that it is a, um, a significant cost to your life. For instance, that maybe you cannot take a job if you mm-hmm. maintain mm-hmm. Uh, sincerely held religious beliefs or, as you, you point out, you know, the giving of your life kind of thing where you can't even worship in, in public, say, a, a China and so forth. So I guess I would draw the line at, in America, we experience hostility, but I wouldn't call even what happens to the photographers and the, the bakers in the wedding uh, context religious persecution as such. I would say that's increased hostility. I, I okay. would not. Okay. I would say persecution is is uh, a, a degree higher than that. That's... Mm kind of my working definition, if you will. Mm. But the beginning of persecution, you, you know, like the trickling of water. I guess we are, sure, sure. I think, we're beginning experiencing to see that. We certainly are. Yeah, and you've been in this fight for, for years and years. You actually used to work with AFA right. uh, when, when AFA had a law center. Um, you were hearing that. What do you see coming down the line in, in a couple of years? Uh, <laughs> it is not a bright future. If, you know, the Lord does not intervene, it seems to me. And where you see it, as you all well know, the courtrooms have become sort of the incubator for these uh, social experiments and where hostility is often kind of focused into a point against believers. Uh, And in that context, what we have seen over the years is sometimes it's subtle, sometimes it's not so subtle. I mean, Mm -hmm. I've had federal judges laugh and scoff at sincerely held religious beliefs regarding the sanctity of human life. Um, 
folks that uh, some judges would go to sleep on the bench when we're trying to defend the constitutional rights of believers in the context. For instance, I'm thinking right now of a case involving, uh, of all people, a Nigerian immigrant who is a pastor in uh, New York City and had the audacity to put up a billboard that uh, quoted scripture directly on um, oh, wow. homosexuality. Really? <laughs> wow. And the city came down on him with like a ton of bricks. And the judge, when that case was being argued at the district court level, wasn't even pretending to pay attention. She was rearranging the books on, uh, uh, down on her floor and, and oh, going on goodness. saying, she would pop her head up, say, oh, keep going, I'm, I'm listening. She could care less. And of oh. course, the ruling was sort of foreordained there. So... Long story short, I think we have seen a, a f- almost paradigm shift mm-hmm. from where we had absolutes in this country, absolutes in the uh, protection of certain rights, respect for the just basic constitutional rights and so forth. I think what we have seen is, and some have termed it maybe a liberal fascism, mm-hmm. you know, again, I think there are sincere people on the other side who believe they're doing good for the country by shutting down and by basically... Uh, throwing out the freedoms and the respect of conscience, uh, you know, in, in Obamacare kind of uh, context, and uh, across the board for those that, that hold differing beliefs. And that, I would suggest, is, to put it in, in dramatic terms, I think, arguably at least, the, the beginning of the fall of our own civilization. Mm-hmm. Here's what C.S. Lewis said about civilization. He said, the lesson of history is that civilization is... A rarity. It is achieved with difficulty and it is easily lost. I think we're beginning to lose. You think about it, you know, the term just civilized. Do we have civilized discussions on issues like, you know, life? Right, it's and like a rarity. It's a rarity, isn't it? Yeah. And as we grow into this uh, totally polarized people, the rise in violence and utter disrespect and disregard for just fundamental well being of those that we disagree with is. Uh, now commonplace. You listen to Engage Magazine on American Family Radio. Thank you so much for listening this afternoon. If you missed the first half of this segment, you can go to engagemagazine.net. There you can find the podcast page. And we, we mentioned a couple links in the first half of the first segment of our program. And if we've mentioned any other links in this segment, we'll make sure that we have it right there on our podcast page. Now, we're talking about persecution. And, you know, for us, we've, we've talked about this several times on our, on our program. We've also done this in different ways in articles. And we've had firsthand articles written by those in the Middle East that have, been, that have experienced persecution. So um, this is just a, um, a very, um, very serious topic, but also a very important topic that we discuss. And so just for, as TJ really in cha- uh, challenged us and encouraged us, you who are listening right now, remember today and remember this moment. And as soon as we end the program, to take a couple minutes and pray for the persecution mm-hmm. church and be very specific in your prayers. You know, pray for the church. Uh, here and abroad, and the task of fulfilling the Great Commission. Yeah, and if you want to know how to pray, uh, Wesley mentioned a great resource, Operation World. It's a book that is put out. We're going to put a link to it in both segments on our podcast. Um, we we use that here at AFA. Yeah, we do. Yeah. It's a great resource. Cannot uh, recommend it high enough. So. Now, I, and I have a question uh, for Steve here. So uh, thinking about persecution here in America and how, you know, you, you would say it's not, not here quite yet, not like it is overseas, but obviously, I mean, we, you know, we discussed that, but it's kind of trickling in. How, as Christians, we, we know how, what Scripture says how to respond, but how can we uh, put the brakes on it, or, or how do we defend? How do we protect? Uh, how do we protect rights? it? Because mm-hmm. we believe 100% that 
that God has ordained and given us religious freedom, religious liberty. Yes. Because yeah, I think uh, if I could, yeah, there's there seems to be I don't know if there's I don't think tension would be the right word, but on the one hand we are called to honor respect our government. Sure. On the other hand, we're called mm. defend mm. our our religious liberty, our religious rights. So and the government has responsibilities before God too. Uh, absolutely, <laughs> so, absolutely. Amen. So I think because I've heard this, sure. I've heard people say, "Well, you know, Romans thirteen, I'm supposed to sure. obey mm. government, right. and so how can I stand against government for this?" So yep. especially for we got lawyer. about three minutes. Yeah, come on, come on. No big Let's deal. Real thing. quick. But look, I would say uh, I, these are great questions, and one of the things that I know y'all have uh, focused on in the past, too, is we have to start sort of from where we are. We need to know what we believe mm-hmm. and who we are in Christ Thank you, Lord. and work outward from that and recognize that we have been given the gift of truth, who mm-hmm. is a person, not a concept. And not to share and stand up for oh, that man. truth is to deny Jesus That's Christ amen. and is to do harm to those around us. We have, I think, too much of the world in us mm. and not enough Jesus in us Amen. all too often. And so we, we kind of buy into that idea. Oh, I don't want to go into that religion discussion because it's going to make people uncomfortable. Sure. Well, you know sure. what? Sometimes we need to be uncomfortable <laughs> yeah. in order yeah. to get yeah. to the right end, right? And so I really think we have sort of lost our own way as a church in many respects mm. in not really embracing and living out what we say we believe, what we know deep down is truth. Mm -hmm. And we must stand for that truth in a gentle, loving way, but firmly submitted. It's it's the second half, the firmly part, I think, you know, because Mm -hmm. uh, Alex has been, Alex McFarland has been on our program before. He he mentioned something so profound. He said, my generation, we're talking about the difference between the millennials and his generation. He said, my generation had truth. Your generation had grace, but we need both. To accomplish what That's we're good. you know what yeah. we're trying to do yeah. so yeah I completely I, yeah. agree and, and Steve now here's the thing we're not all lost. well we're out of time you know what <laughs> <laughs> sometimes that is the way that it happens here's the thing uh, Steve I've got a question for you I'm gonna ask it off air we're gonna discuss it and I'll turn it into an article it'll come up on engagemagazine.net you can always find out more Great like teaser. Wesley said earlier there we go <laughs> come to the website get the rest of it you know what until next week keep praying for the persecuted church, both abroad and America, and always keep sharing truth and applying scripture.